Hello, this is Scott Bisbee. Did I catch you off guard? Usually, right now, you would hear the music, the theme song, but I decided to do something different from now on. There's going to be an actual intro. Hooray! See, when I started the podcast, I had no idea what to do. I didn't know anything, and I didn't know you were supposed to put an intro and all that stuff. And yeah, it took me 20 plus episodes, but here, here we go. This is episode 21 with Kayla of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Thanks, and I hope you guys have a good listen. Uh, We had a lot of fun and uh, it shows. So hopefully you guys uh, like this episode. Cheers. Oh, one more thing. And don't forget to like Ops Fitness on Facebook and the actual group. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast with your host, Scott Bisbee. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a great edition of Ops Fitness Podcast with Kayla from Ontario. Kayla, how are you? Hi, Scott. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. So um, what fire department are you on in Ontario? I'm with the Ottawa Fire Department. Okay, great. And how long have you been with them for? I've been with them for three years now. Nice. How do you like it so far? I love it. It's a fantastic job. Everyone says when you get hired, you've won the lottery. And it's so true. It's it's a great job. I have a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. And uh, you probably have uh, a mix of calls too. Like every day is uh, not the same. It's different, right? Oh, 100%. Like I get every fire department is like that, right? And we're really lucky where we are because we have a lot of urban area, a lot of rural area. So we get definitely a huge variety of calls. Nice, nice. Uh, how many uh, calls on average do you guys uh, get like uh, monthly? Um, it's hard to say monthly because Ottawa itself has, it's a composite department. Okay. And in total, I believe there's 29 full-time stations and including the volunteer area, there's 30 something stations. So there's, (laughs) there's a lot of calls coming in for the whole city. And then every station itself gets a different amount of calls depending where they are. Okay. I uh, did not know that. So um, you guys are kind of like uh, Halifax Fire Department in a way because when I was a volunteer, we were on a composite uh, fire station, uh, two full-time guys during the day. And uh, there were a few fire departments like that in Nova Scotia as well. Yeah, no, exactly. I think there's still a lot of uh, composite departments in Canada just because we're so huge land wise right so yeah. they're trying to accommodate what we have around here that uh, that totally makes sense um how many people are on your crew on my crew there's four people okay so we have the the captain and then uh four firefighters or three firefighters sorry awesome cool uh the reason why i asked is uh because 
uh, I've been told that uh, like the military uh, firefighters, they have smaller crews. Like uh, we had uh, basically the driver, the, the, the crew chief, and uh, we basically had uh, uh, two or three of the guys in the back. And uh, I've been told like uh, with uh, city fire departments, they're a lot bigger from uh, six to eight people. So uh, I was just curious. Cool. Well, some stations are like that. Like for one truck, yeah. like for a pump, for example, we do have our captain and then three firefighters. So one person will be driving that day and you usually have two firefighters on the back. Okay. And then if you're at a station where there's more than one truck, like you might have a pump and a ladder, then that station itself is going to have more people. Okay. So it kind of depends what station you're at, how many people are there. All right. So yeah, that, that makes sense. So if it's around like, uh, uh, say downtown, then there'll be more people on crew and so forth, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, so can you tell the audience uh, what your family dynamic was like uh, growing up? What did your uh, parents do? And what made you become want to become a firefighter? Um, well, I grew up in like a small northern town in Ontario called Timmins. And so my mom works as a nurse and my dad works at the mine. And I didn't want to go down that same path. Okay. So... I was really, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a long time. And then when I was in college, I found myself really liking what was going on in the fire program, the pre-service fire program. And I ended up on a whim one day changing my major over to the fire program and absolutely fell in love with it and knew that's what I wanted to do. Nice, nice. Um, being from Ontario myself, I know uh, Timmins, Ontario is really up north. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what did you do for fun when you were a kid? Um, <laughs> there's not a lot to do up there, but we yeah. had a great time. Like, just spent a lot of time hanging out with your friends, um, have a lot of family up there. So, spent a lot of time with them. We would go fishing or go like out to the cottage or the lake and do stuff like that. And whenever we get a chance, we'd take a drive down to go shopping somewhere, which is usually like a seven hour drive away. Nice. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> drive away. That's for sure. Um, yeah. You're pretty far removed from everything. Yeah. I have to ask this and you probably get asked this a lot, but, uh, do you happen to know Shania Twain? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I've never been asked that before. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I, I'm joking. I've been asked that a million times. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know her. I wish I did, but unfortunately, no. I love her though. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's awesome. I've been a fan of her for uh, over 20 years now. <laughs> she's touring again. Are you going to see her? Um, I, I would like to because uh, she's uh, coming at the Rogers place, and that's like uh, like a fourteen minute walk away from my house. <laughs> oh well, you have to go then. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. So, um, uh, have you responded to any calls where uh, fitness has played a role? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think fitness has played a role in. Probably almost every call I've responded to. Um, as you know, like just wearing our gear alone is very heavy and including our 
air packs, the tools that we're carrying, everything we're doing, even if you're going to a false alarm or something that isn't as strenuous, just having the gear on alone is a stress on the body. And then when you're at a fire or a car accident, or even if you're just at a building where you have to go up like 10, 20 flights of stairs, you definitely need to be in pretty good shape. And as you know, like a fire or a call in general can last quite a while. So you might be working for a long time. So I would say my fitness has been extremely important at every single call I've responded to. For sure. And uh, what does your fitness routine look like now? Uh, My fitness routine right now is um, kind of more of like a hybrid workout because I feel like being a firefighter, you have to be strong, but you also need to have stamina, like really good endurance. You still need to have explosive power. I feel like you need to be very much like a, a hybrid athlete almost to say so I do a lot of strength training I also do a lot of um, high intensity interval training I do go for long distance runs I do sprints Um, yeah like I like to do all sorts of different stuff like flexibility kettlebell work just like try to keep it all well-rounded so that I can be fit for all the different aspects of my job well-rounded. That uh, makes me happy. Uh, that, that's excellent. And um, when I got out of uh, the military as a firefighter, I discovered kettlebells and I wish I'd discovered them sooner because I think they are amazing for that profession because uh, you just said uh, you're working on uh, your strength and your uh, stamina when uh, uh, you're working at like a house file or whatnot. And uh, kettlebells are the best of both worlds, I find. I completely agree with you. They're a fantastic tool and they're easy to carry around and bring places too, which makes it just convenient at the same time. Exactly. So why do you think fitness should be important for the first responder? Um, fitness is important because your life depends on it. Like literally your life, your partner and your fellow crew members lives, as well as the lives of the community that we're serving. Like if you're not in shape and not able to perform the job the way you should be able to perform it, then unfortunately it could be a matter of life or death. So you have to be able to do your job. And then at the same time, we also work 24-hour shifts. So that's a long time to even just have to be on and be ready and be running calls. So you need to be fit enough to have the energy for that whole 24 hours and to be able to keep going and have a call at the beginning of the shift and a call at the end of the shift to be able to perform at the same level. So I, I think it's so, so, so important for every single reason. Exactly. And uh, what would you say, uh, we all know a, a person that's uh, struggling with a fitness routine uh, that's in that profess- profession or uh, any other uh, first responder profession, what would you say to help them uh, get motivated? Um, to get motivated, I think it's really hard to 
to motivate other people because I feel like you really need to find that in yourself to really get yourself going. But basically just tell them that like your life depends on it. Like if you want to live longer and you want to have good quality of life, then you need to have a good fitness level. Like you need to be physically fit. You need to be mentally fit. You need to be having like good nutrition, good sleep, even emotionally and spiritually, like every aspect of you needs to be worked on. And I think we constantly need to strive to improve and to be better. We have a very stressful job, whether that's good stress or bad stress. Some days the body doesn't know the difference, right? Stress is stress to the body. So we're is constantly being put under this toll and we need to be able to make sure that our bodies are able to handle it and that we can continue to live long, healthy lives. Yeah. I honestly didn't know uh, that the body doesn't know uh, the difference between good and bad stress until a few uh, years ago. I read an excellent book called uh, Strong Medicine and he was basically talking about um, a stress cup and basically uh, he was saying like uh, when uh, you're stuck in traffic and all that that's bad stress obviously and like uh, um, stuff uh, that first responders deal with on a day-to-day basis but what I didn't really get until I read that even a really hard hard workout can be a bad stress too and uh like too much bad stress then uh, the cup of flows and that's not good at all. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so true. It's such an eye opener when you think about it, eh? like the amount of stress we're dealing with every day, even not at work, just like you said, if you're doing a really hard, stressful workout or stuck in traffic, like yeah. that's constantly just piling on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's actually why, um, running uh, long distances or uh, walking uh, for a really long time kind of helps with that too. Uh, The yin and and the yang, right? It's so true. I actually, I used to love running and then didn't love it for the longest time. And I recently uh, got back into running long distance and it just feels so good to like, it's, yeah, I'm working out and I'm doing great things to my body, but my mind feels amazing while I'm doing it. Like just clearing your head and feeling good. And when I get back, I just, I feel very calm and at ease. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, uh, I loved running and then I didn't uh, like running. So I never touched my treadmill and now I, uh, I want to run again, but I can't because my treadmill is at my old house. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got uh, half of my uh, gym equipment uh, from my uh, personal training studio in my basement here and uh, the other half uh, in my other house uh, in uh, Brooks. <laughs> oh, no, that's not very convenient at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, I uh, have everything that I use here, like kettlebells and barbells and stuff like that. So um, That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Um, uh, you also kind of uh, touched on sleep uh, a little bit. I know when uh, I was in the military, uh, when I did uh, night shifts, 
Um, we were allowed to uh, sleep at the fire hall, but uh, just like you guys, but uh, I know you could agree uh, with me on this, is you're not getting uh, really great sleep because you kind of have one eye open. What happens if uh, the alarm goes off, right? And um, That is so true. Yeah. So, uh, like, when you finished your shift, do you uh, go back home and sleep for a few hours? or? It would depend. Um, I do always try to get a workout in. And if I wait post-shift, if I wait too long, I <laughs> the chance of me doing the workout definitely decreases throughout the day. So normally post-shift, I go to the gym right away and get my workout in. And then I go home. And it would depend if it was a really busy shift and I was really tired, it would take a few hours. Um, if not, I would stay awake, but I have a baby now. So I feel like there's not going to be very much napping after work anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask you my next question. Uh, how much uh, of it is it of a new challenge uh, as a new parent? Uh, well, I go... Oh, Sorry. No, uh, as uh, being a firefighter. I actually don't go back to work until next month. Okay. So I haven't experienced actually being on the floor and on the job and then coming back home with the baby yet. So we'll see how that goes. But I've been trying to get ready and be at least physically ready. And I guess it'll be... Uh, Take it as it comes, and we'll see how it is. For sure. Fingers crossed for you. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> so how has failure or apparent failure set you up for later success, and do you have a favorite failure of yours? Um, a favorite failure? I try uh, really hard to... Definitely, like there's been so many times in my life where I felt I failed at things, but I think I've really tried to just take them more as an experience because every failure per se has brought me to where I am right now. But um, I can say that before I got hired with Ottawa, I applied to quite a few departments trying to get on. I, I can't remember the exact number, probably six or seven. And I didn't get hired at any of them. So at the time, it wasn't very fun. But now I work where I work and I couldn't be happier. So that would probably be my favorite failures is not getting hired at all those places because it brought me to where I am and I wouldn't change that for the world. That's awesome because uh, the way I look at it is uh, all, all of your failures make you into a stronger person. I completely agree with that. So uh, in the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? Um, it's hard to pick just one. I would probably have to say a big one is just probably dropping excuses and working my butt off. I think... Um, when I was younger and less mature, it's easy to, if you're not good at something, to just brush it off or blame something else. But as I've gotten older, I've just learned if you work really hard and be accountable to yourself, you can 
achieve and accomplish pretty much anything that you want as long as you understand that it's going to take a lot of work and there probably are going to be a lot of bumps in the road. And I feel like finally learning that and really being accountable and being aware of my strengths and my weaknesses has made me a much better person today than say five years ago. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with that. Uh, I'm uh, what you call a doer. Uh, things don't come naturally to me, so I have to really put 100% focus into uh, stuff. But uh, uh, once I get it, I, uh, I, I get it for life. But uh, I kind of have my uh, work ethic from that too. I I think I'm just like you on that. There's not a lot going on in the talent department for me. So anything I've wanted to accomplish, I've just had to really work for the ground up and make myself good at something because there isn't a lot that just came naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, another reason why I uh, started this podcast, uh, I, I know we were talking before we went on air, but uh I know I'm not the greatest public speaker. I uh, kind of sound like our awesome uh, prime minister with all the ahs and all that stuff. So <laughs> I'm, I'm eventually better at that. <laughs> you sound great. Oh, thank you. Um, if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why? Oh... A gigantic billboard. Well, the obvious thing is you always want to advertise yourself. So that's probably number one. But I think we're thinking a little bigger picture. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. I think it would probably just keep it simple and maybe say something like just have it say, work hard and be kind. Great. It's not, yeah, it's nothing too complicated, but. Don't be lazy, like work hard at everything and like work hard at being a good parent, a good spouse, a good friend, work hard at being a good coworker, like everything in your life, you, you should work hard at it, work hard for your goals. And then I feel like just being nice to other people can go a really long way. I know um, Ellen DeGeneres says all the time, be kind to one another. And I think that at the core of everything, if we can just be understanding and be nice to the people that can go such a long way. For sure. No, I totally agree with that. Um, if you had two weeks left to live, what would you do? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, these are good questions. Thanks. If I had two weeks left to live, I would probably want to spend every second with my family, like my daughter and my husband. That would probably be it. I'd probably just want to have all the quality time in the world and just enjoy everything with them and make sure I made the most of that. That's a tough one though. These are questions that are making me think. Yeah, I uh, really try to uh, find questions that make people think and I constantly change them too. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do? Um, Overwhelmed and unfocused. I feel like whenever that happens, I need to just really 
take a step back and look in eternally and you want to try to figure out why you're feeling that way or what's going on or is it just an accumulation of things and I think the big thing is just getting back down to basics like just making sure that I'm eating well making sure that I'm sleeping making sure that my head is clear you know I'm exercising in a way that feels good uh just like maybe any stress or like bad thoughts or whatever it is that could be contributing to it. You just really want to take a step back and try to, I think, just clear everything and figure out what the problem is. And then it's usually a little bit easier to refocus yourself from there when you break it all down to the basics. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Like, uh, break it down. That's the key. Um, so what advice would you give to uh, a smart driven kid that wants to become a first responder? Advice that I would give would, uh, one, educate yourself, whether you want to join the military, be a firefighter, police officer, paramedic, whatever it is, educate yourself on what the career is really about. Because I think a lot of people think it's more glamorous than what it really is. So make sure you know what you're getting into because it's going to be a lot of hard work. First responder, it's it's a competitive field and there's a lot of people that want to get in. So you're going to have to work your butt off. So I think the big thing would just be educate yourself on what it is and then from there, just start taking the steps to get to where you need to be so that you can get hired and be good at your career whichever you choose it to be exactly and it's not what uh you see on tv like there's more uh paperwork and more false alarms uh way less uh structural files like chicago file (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) it's a little bit different than that (laughs) yeah exactly exactly way more medical calls too (laughs) oh my gosh so many more (laughs) So uh, this is the last part of the podcast, Kayla. Uh, This is called uh, No Bull. Uh, So it's rapid fire questions, just a one or two word response. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome. Country or rap music? Country, for sure. Nice. I love country music. (laughs) Who's your favorite singer? My favorite? My favorite country singer, ooh, it's hard to pick just one. Yeah, it is. I do really love George Strait. Nice song concert. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm definitely jealous. I would love to see him. I would say it's a toss-up between him and maybe Garth Brooks. Saw him in concert twice, too. I'm, I'm... Oh, my gosh. I've seen him once, and it was best. unbelievable. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. I. I love all country music though. So they're yeah. always a good time. Yeah. Uh, when uh, my wife and I were dating, I uh, surprised her and I bought tickets to see Garth Brooks in Las Vegas. And we basically drove there all night. Uh, we left uh, Southern Alberta around uh, 4.30 in the afternoon and we got to Vegas on 11 o'clock in the morning on Friday and the concert was on Saturday, but it was amazing. 
Oh my gosh, that sounds like a wonderful time. Like that's such a great way to woo a girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark, good job. And uh, I, I always wanted to see him with, with his band, and he uh, was doing his uh, world tour. That he came to uh, Calgary, and I, I took my mom to uh, see him, and that was that was amazing too. Oh, that's so incredible! Yeah. So uh, that being said, what's your favorite song? My favorite song. Um... It's hard to pick. I'm a huge Bon Jovi and Meatloaf fan. What? But my absolute... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're bon my Jovi. absolute favorite. Do you? Well, everyone loves Bon Jovi. How can you not? <laughs> yeah. But I think my favorite song ever is probably um, Grace 2 by The Tragically Hip. Okay. I got to check that one out. I'm not familiar with that song. It's, it's so good. Yeah. The hip is... They're fantastic. Nice. My uh, favorite meatloaf song is uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That's such a classic song. It's so much fun. Every time that song comes on anywhere, you can't not have an amazing time. Yeah. I actually think I'm going to blast that after this podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) You have to. I saw Meatloaf, okay, so his last concert that he just did. Yeah. um, Like before the musical came out, I saw him when he came to Ottawa. And... I was so excited. I'd wanted to see him my whole life. And now that he's probably not touring anymore, I'm so excited that I got to go there. I was in the third row right in the front. It was amazing. Wow, that's awesome. I would, yeah. uh, uh, Meatloaf would be cool. I saw uh, Bon Jovi in concert. I was really looking forward to seeing uh, Richie Samboa too. But the day after, uh, the, no, the day before the, the concert, they broke up. And I'm like, seriously? Oh, no. (laughs) That's so disappointing. I was lucky. I've seen Bon Jovi three times now. And I was lucky that Richie was there for all of them because he's been kind of in and out with the band, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's disappointing. They're still awesome now. Like, I'm sure you still enjoyed the show so much. I do. It was uh, really great. So uh, what's your favorite piece of exercise equipment? Ah, there's a lot of really great ones. I would have to say, though, as much as I love kettlebells, I think my favorite is the barbell. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's your favorite exercise? My favorite exercise would be deadlifts. Deadlifts. Yeah, I love deadlifts. Yeah, they're so funny. You just feel so strong and you're using your whole body. Exactly. Oh, uh, what's uh, the heaviest you've done on the deadlift so far? Uh, the heaviest I've done is 265 nice. for a couple reps. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what are your uh, top three favorite books? Something a little different now. My top three favorite books? Ooh. Um, I love Presence by Amy Cuddy. Okay. Uh, Woman's Inhumanity to Woman by Phyllis Chester. Yeah. Uh, Three Cups of Tea 
by uh, Greg Mortensen. And I'll start with a fourth one because this is a really good book that I love to go to a lot is Firefighter Functional Fitness by nice. Jim Moss and Dan Kerrigan. I uh, interviewed both of them for uh, Ops Fitness, so really great guys. I know. I I heard it. I listened to it. I've been following them for a while, so I was pretty excited when you had them on too. Awesome. Well, thank you. At least someone's listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of people listening, and I can't even tell you how excited I am that you're interviewing people like that and then interviewing me. I am just so honored and excited and proud and Oh, thank you so much. Exciting. That means a lot. Um, so uh, what um, favorite body part to train? I think we just covered that. but um, My favorite body part, I'll put it as a whole group, is my legs for sure. Right on, right on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically the end of the podcast. Is there any uh, posing remarks that you would like to add? And uh, how can people get a hold of you? Um, people can get a hold of me through, uh, Instagram or Facebook. My name's Kayla Musselman, uh, or my handle is still under my maiden name, which is Kayla Amodio, K-A-Y-L-A-A-M-O-D-E-O. I guess I should probably change that at some point, but yeah, just on through social media, I'm there pretty easy to find. And this was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being an awesome guest and my very first fellow Canadian. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I hope I didn't disappoint. (laughs) No, you you did uh, fantastic. And uh, please stick around for a bit. But uh, uh, thanks for everyone listening in and I'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone.